Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello. Welcome to the podcast. Morning. Uh, we have the amazing Ben Crow on. We all yeah. love him, don't we? Yeah, he's a good bloke. I actually learned about, he talks about um, belly breathing and it's something you're not aware of, but I, I had to learn how to do it for singing and it's a much better way to breathe and it does calm you down. You do it for acting classes. Mm. You always do it. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Use your diaphragm. We can get more air in. Yes. Because that way opera singers can get air in there and their lungs. Mm-hmm. Double whammy. Double whammy. There you go. Feel better already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's going to talk about how to get your mindset in the right state to win on 50K Day. Mm-hmm. Um, you're flicking through a... We'll pro- we could probably talk about this on the show again tomorrow, but let's do a little podcast riff about um, that list that you, you found yourself It's a yourself fun list. There. I do like it. I was um, surprised you were not there. I've only been on there one. Once. It's once more than I have. Mm. <laughs> oh, um, that's what you it's have about, m- is it? Am I on there? Am I on there? That's what it is like <laughs> doing. It's the hottest 100 maximum, <clears throat> maximum. list. Mm. So it's normally females. Mm. Mm. Well, he, uh, did, he did identify. That's well, Danny Laidley is 100. Okay. Yes, she is. But I just want to give attention to number 99. Number 99. 99. Because mm-hmm. this is very exciting. Number 99 is. Anastasia Palaszczuk. There's a bit of a glow up for you, Anna. It does feel a little bit like, I don't know. It feels weird that they still do it. Yeah, I guess so. But that's what I think. If they're not like technically all supermodels, then it's politically correct, Uh, if that makes any sense. So they're not. Yeah. yeah, Um, But I think this is a little bit of a, oh, geez, what are we going to do? Number 68, the entire cast are married at first sight. I thought that was lazy too. Yeah. I mean, come on, pick a couple at least. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like you can't just go maths cast as a number. Yeah, well, they have. They've done number 88, yeah. the new Wiggles. Oh, come on. And what about Emma? Like, just include all Wiggles who have ever been Wiggles. Not Jeff. And future Wiggles that could be. Why? You, you wouldn't put Jeff in a hottest hit list. Why? Have you seen him? It's old. But, that's what I'm but maybe that's the stance that's, they're a, that's what I'm saying. That's mm. what they're doing. Mm. They're saying the old ones are ugly, the new ones are hot. Yeah. If, if we include the old ones, they don't make the list. Yeah. The Veronicas are in there. Erin Molan's in there. Geez, you'd be upset if you if you were a twin and only one of you got in. Ooh, Emily Bates. That's good. Mm-hmm. She is. A swimmer? Nope. But Emily Bates. She owns a bait company. Nope. Big in the fishing community. Oh, wait. I know the name. Do Emily you? Bates. She's a car driver. Is she? Nope. <laughs> her dad is master. <laughs> I love her. We've had her on the show before. We've Come had on, her on the show before. Yes, oh, is, she's a footballer. She's the AFLW footballer. Ah. She actually won it for the uh, the last year she mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. Yes. Actually, I should say last season because it's not last year because the last season no. for the AFLW was at the start of the year. Mm. But Brisbane Lions. Who's mm. number one? Oh. It's a uh, resounding and she's won heaps of times in the past, isn't she? Margot Robbie. Parker. Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can. That's a good choice. Mm. Yeah, number one is always like legit. Mm. Yeah. Who's number two? Sam Kerr. Sam Kerr. Miranda's sister. <laughs> <laughs> number three is Ash Barty. God, I love her. Mm-hmm. Number four. Oh, Sam Kerr, the soccer player. Oh, is she the one? Yes. I think she's the one. There was a streaker who ran across and she axed them. Ah. She dropped the shoulder and, and dropped them when the security guard. Emma McEwen. Them. There's a lot of Queenslanders. Grace Tame. Mm-hmm. Ariana. Titmus mm-hmm. is on there as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Number seven. Who is Ducky Thought? Ducky Thought. How do you spell the thought? Just like thought, thought? Like the... uh, T-H-O-T. A model, is that? Right, okay. Ducky Thought. Uh, Brittany Higgins is number 12. 
Okay. There you go. See, lazy. Number 16, the entire Neighbours cast. That That is lazy. And some of them definitely don't deserve to be there. Well, is that Harold then? Yeah. When they no, say like the entire, entire Neighbours cast. Yeah. Current or anyone ever? Anyone. It just says anyone. Miss Mangle? Doesn't, nah. it doesn't, that's what I'm saying. You can't just put Madge. like the whole like Married at First Sight cast. No. 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 Madge, Madge is what got him over the line. Oh. G-Flip. G-Flip is ridiculously she's, hot. Yeah, she's, she's nice. Mm-hmm. There we go. Oh, number 44. Sorry, I'm going to finish. Mm, okay. This is this is bollocks. Mm-hmm. Number 44. I'm jealous. Sports prevent, presenters. Sports the, 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 presenters. Sports presenters. Now nah, they're taking the mickey. Oh, come on. Radio host has got to be in there. Flick through. Can if we give radio- Wally a call and say congratulations <laughs> on making the hottest 100 list? Can we, we do that? Let me just do, at 56, people who breathe. Mm. Oh, no, that one's, no, that one's not that number. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's roll the podcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Budget love. It's the budget we had to have. Are they all? Well, solid and sensible. Mm. Well, some, you know, budgets have been like, hey, you have cash, you have cash. Mm. But this one's a little bit hard at the moment because inflation is soaring, cost of living is (laughs) ridiculous, Mm. interest rates are going up. So I guess it's insensible. You can't give people money if you want the cost of living to go down, which is a weird thing, I know. Mm. But the more money people have, the more they spend, the more it goes up. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) But it's hard because, like, how are you going to pull back on the necessities like groceries and petrol? Mm. Because that's what we have to do to get inflation anyway. And they're the most expensive things. Yes. You can see the fix we're in. Yes, 100%. (laughs) And we're all going to eat lentils. Yes. And go back to riding bikes. (laughs) You just might be better off. When someone says this is solid and sensible to you, you just know <laughs> some bad. When have you ever liked like, the budget anyway? Yeah, well, that's true. I don't. You know. Yeah. But we thought, why don't we just make it a little bit fun, if possible? Because no one's really... I found something I never find. Only positive comments. The winner here. So positive comments only. Mm. You know, about the budget, which is generally just that nothing's going to be better. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> We're looking for hey, the silver lining. Are people are getting a little bit more? There you go. That's a positive one. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. What about uh, if you go out and buy two beers? It's so ridiculously expensive. You'll only buy two beers. Ah, lack of hangovers. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Pre-drinks will be back, pre-loading yes. before going out. I'm sorry, did that go out? <laughs> <laughs> no. You know? Okay. Yeah. Right. Be, and, and now that, um, mm. you know, the cost of going to the pub is so high, house parties as well. Yeah, kitchen you know? parties. I love a good kitchen party. Yeah. Scotty and I, are, um, we only go out on date night now, which we haven't for a while, Scotty, um, in our radius so we can walk oh. there. Oh. oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's a good I'm saying good, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. You got stuff around or you just go into a park? We did do that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, 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 we've got things around. Mm-hmm. Did you cook? Imagine that for a date night. You go to a park, you press that button on the Brisbane City Council electric barbecues, you know, cook up a couple of snags. It's pretty good. Take a cask wine. (laughs) Good old times. Yeah, that's a positive. Positive. So we want to know budgeting Mm. um, and and, and this budget as well, um, positive comments only. Mm. Like um, I'm thinking about getting into homebrew. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Positive. I'll um I'll I'll drink Stab's ale. Oh, the last one wasn't good. We called it wet dog because that's what it tasted like. <laughs> it but that taste- was in your teenage. Yeah, well, yeah, I would. Over I'd be eighteen my, years, yeah, I should step over. Yeah. Be, yeah, I wasn't underage brewing. Mm-mm-mm. No, liar. <laughs> <laughs> it's sold as the budget for hard times. Uh, so come on, give yeah. us positive comments only. 
I found something I never find. Only positive comments. Woo, the budget's been released. I mean, sorry, the budget's been released. It's solid and sensible is how it's been put. Yeah, with inflation roaring and interest rates going up, cost of living, they're sort of saying this is a, the budget to, you know, to try and help us out. Mm. We're not splashing cash, we're trying to... That's a Tinder profile, isn't it? Solid and sensible. They're the ones you should go for, you know? <laughs> but we want it on thirteen ten sixty. Positive comments only, you mm-hmm. know, about the cost of living, really? Yeah. Let's get a silver lining okay, all right, in all this go. chaos and bedlam. Caitlin from Eagleby, what's your positive comment only about the budget? Morning, team. I see it as a win-win because, Stav, you get into home brewing, mm. which means the more people drink, the mm. more they want to get some, and with the increase in paid parental leave and childcare, now they can. <laughs> hey, yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah, we did have to have that increase, yep. That's good. Yeah. I like it. So you're saying when your wife says no, you go, hey, babe, increase parental pay. Have one of Stab Brews as well. <laughs> you go first, Manny. Yeah, and I can't. <laughs> well, you can't. Because I can. Well, yeah. that's what I always say. I don't yeah. sniff. Yeah. yeah. Vasectomy doesn't make you stop having babies. It just changes their colour. Dominic on 131060. How you doing, man? Yeah, good, buddy. What's your positive comment on the budget? Well, I'm thinking with the grocery price. Yes, I'd love. Oh, I'd love to have. You a veggie. would love to have a little garden. That's what you? I said. Whoever gets me a veggie patch, I'll marry them. Right. Mm. It's a very low bar. <laughs> but no one. Do has. you know how hard it is to keep a veggie patch alive, though? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Scotty did one, mm. but it didn't last. Mm. They're hard. But yeah. The, the marriage didn't last or the veggie patch? <laughs> the veggie patch was a metaphor for yeah. the marriage. <laughs> uh, the budget, they're not real sexy. They're, they're a bit depressing. So we want to know positive comments only about it, Dwayne. Uh, yeah, Dwayne, what do you got for us, buddy? Well, look, the 400,000 free TAFE places are going to make it really easy to upskill for that second job I need to pay my bill. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look at that. What do you think you'd want to go into? Any, you know? Stab over here did floristry. I did fly. I got a certificate in floristry, Dwayne, and it's never let me down. Floristry. Mm. That's interesting. I like being creative. That could be fun. Yeah. You get to work with that green spongy stuff. You always smell nice. (laughs) (laughs) Does that stuff get everywhere? Like it crumbles, doesn't it? It crumbles, man. Well, you'll learn when you go to TAFE, Dwayne. You'll learn about it. True. I'll learn soon. Yeah. And as a bonus, the kids get to eat all their favorite meals, like noodles and all and, and nuggets. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the kids love this. Yeah. Good for them. <laughs> all right, Taylor in Kalanga, bring us home. It's all doom and gloom at the moment, but we want to know what positive comments we can get out of this bougie. With the um, cost of living rising with the new budget, um, I get to be more of a homebody, which means I get to catch up on Netflix TV shows and discover new ones. Yes, mm. yeah. That yeah. is true. Can't afford to go Staying out. Staying at home, it's a new going out. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. The new Suzuki S Class is here. The more you look, the more you like. See Suzuki QLD for details. B105's 50k Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks you up. Alpha Break it down. Friday, it's the big day. $50,000 will get given away for Alpha Bucks. Uh, we are so pumped to be putting this on. Yes, and we love this guy. He's worked with Ash Barty as a lot of a lot of different sports teams mm-hmm. all around Australia, and I believe over the seas as well. You can check out his app, Mojo. 
I downloaded it. My son and I do it together. Oh, ben good. Crow joins us. Morning. Hey, guys. You're very generous. 50000 bucks. Seriously? That's huge. I know, right? Yep. Yeah. We were in a bad mindset when we wanted to get rid of all that money. <laughs> ben? No, 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 no. Desperate all. for friends, Ben. Yeah, That's yeah. where we were coming from. Totally. Whatever works. <laughs> now, we do get a lot of the time people say, Ben, that they play in their car and they get 10 out of 10 or 9 out of 10. And then when they get on the phone... They just freak out and the stress gets to them and they'll get like two. What 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 are some things they can do to get into a good mindset to take this on? <laughs> yeah, that sounds like my golf. Um, <laughs> so, okay, so the first thing we do with clients, get them to learn to breathe. It's funny, as babies, we breathe through our diaphragm, but suddenly we get pimples. We feel like if we've got a fit in a try, we start breathing through our lungs. Mm. So it's called belly breathing or box breathing. So breathe out for four, hold for four, breathe in for four, hold for four. And it's the quickest mind hack to tell the brain that everything's going to be okay as opposed to that cortisol for your heart. So just breathe through your belly a few times is a really simple start. The next thing to do is find your words. All great performers have words that they draw down on that reminds them of who they are at their best. And the way to do that is just find a performance, right? It could be when primary school playing sport or secondary school in a school musical or could have been last week or it could have been 10 years ago. But just find one performance you can remember when you were absolutely at your best, you know, you feel unstoppable. And then write down the words that best describes how you're feeling in that performance. And I guarantee you'll find a derivative of calm, of presence, mm-hmm. of confidence. And you just focus on those words intently. Because if you focus on being calm or present, it's physically, medically scientifically impossible for you to be anxious or distracted at the same time. Mm-hmm. So the process for them is to accept the things they can't control and focus back on the things they can control and these words which represent the best version of them. So the things they can't control is what questions you're going to ask them, obviously. Mm -hmm. If you can remove those uncontrollables and then focus back on these words Mm -hmm. and they get you in that beautiful, relaxed, happy, carefree, childlike state that you can kind of play this game without consequence. So it's about accepting those uncontrollables and focusing back on the best version of you. And then just kind of have fun with it. Mm. Like compete, have fun and play. Do your words have to all start with the same letter or was that just a coincidence? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> relative to your competition, no, they don't. No, no okay. at all. There's no alliteration here at, at all. You know, for most athletes, it's a derivative of presence, of calm, strong, carefree. Although you're right, there's a lot of C words in there. <laughs> yeah, <there is>. <laughs> you're right, I just noticed that. I was reading the other day, day and I was like, this makes so sense that it's like, well, anxiety is just imagining a bad future. Like, you don't get anyone that just goes, oh my God, my future is absolutely amazing. It's going to be perfect. I feel so anxiety. You know, so it, that's what it's imagining. How do you use that, I guess, when you make a mistake? Well, simple thing, cut yourself some slack. Do what Ted Lasso says, buy yourself some scissors and cut yourself some slack. <laughs> and just have a little bit more self-compassion. And if you can have acceptance of yourself unconditionally, then you can have confidence in yourself and confidence in others. But if you can't have that, if you don't accept yourself, then by na- nature of that, you'll compare and judge. Mm. And that's you're just creating this unnecessary interference because we're all on our own hero's journey, right? I'm on mine, you're on yours, and everyone else is as well. But Mm. if we start comparing ourselves to others, it's crazy because we lose our only competitive advantage in this world. We lose our authenticity because there's there's only one you. So the goal is to remove that interference and distraction that comes from, you know, social comparison. So we're working on um, our own mindset. They will all be in a room together before they play. Are there any tips for people to ruin others' mindset to make it easier? I don't know if that's how Ben works. To win. I love it. I love it. (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah so I call it absolutely. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. They ask them what are they going to do with the money if they win? Okay. Uh, right? Or you, you must feel so much pressure if you lose this game. You're so intelligent. Yeah, yeah you should. You, just tell them they will definitely win this. Possible from the lose. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I like the way you think. Yeah. <laughs> ben Crow, uh, mate, you've, you've done some amazing stuff with your, your mindset coaching um, with some of the greatest champions around the world. So everyone should take this on board for Friday. You can download your Mojo app and check out mojocrow.com to start the journey. Appreciate your time. Yeah, no worries, guys. All the best. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Don't get annoyed at me about this because it is just science. Okay. But it's interesting. We've all sort of talked about it, joked about it, but now it's like science has proved it. And Mm -hmm. you're like, well, yeah, of course. And this comes from uh, Swinburne University. That's in Sydney? I believe so. Not sure. We know our universities, don't, I don't go we? There. <laughs> <laughs> Only in a QUT. <laughs> but they've done uh, research into this, and it's all about women's libido. Mm-hmm. And they'd wanted to work out if it's just a thing and how complex it is, and if it's associated with how much work their partner does. Right. So they've managed to study uh, a large group of people, and they've divided them into three different groups. And the three different groups are women who perceived that the work um, as equal. And I'm talking about the, you know, at-home work. It's not just, I guess, about housekeeping, also the mental load. Because we always say, you know, the women will always remember the mother-in-law's birthday. Mm. Where a lot of the guys will go, when was my mum's birthday yeah, again? You know, point. like I'll send Scotty a text and go, hey, don't forget, it's your mum's birthday. Mm. Uh, so that's one group. And then another group when the women felt that she did a lot more work. Mm-hmm. And they were called the woman's work uh-huh. group. And then the other one was when the woman said that the partner contributed more than what they did. The lazy group. No, they called it the partner's work group. Partner's work group. Okay, they're the codes. Equal work, Mm -hmm. women's work, or the partner's work. Right. And (laughs) the study was unbelievable, the results. Mm. It ends up that the partner's work group, that's when the partner did more than she did, Mm -hmm. was too small to draw any conclusions from. Oh, Oh, because they were all lying. The unicorns, they don't even exist. They're just saying that was too small. It was too small. <laughs> too small group. Um, and the one where the women's work did it was dramatically lower. Right. The desire was lower. Mm-hmm. So they're saying that it's so linked to how much work the partner does, which mm. makes sense. Yeah. Does, it, it, does, the, does that work if, say, the partner is the one that hires the cleaner? You made a phone call? Yeah, but I, you didn't have to. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Come on, then. Well, I said that to Ash. I was like, we're going through it. I said it makes sense when yeah. it's astronomically higher. But she was like, well, when you come home and you kind of go, oh, the washing's done, mm. the dishes are done, I was like, you feel like you've got more time. He's taken away every excuse. Well, you, well that's what Ash said. <laughs> Ash, what did you say? You feel like you need to... I need to like rest when I get home. I don't have time for any other activities. But you said if you come home and it's all done, you would. I don't think I can say that on air, but I'd be okay. very generous <laughs> in special cuddles. If she that was she... all done, I'd be so happy. She said you'd always feel like you need to reward. Right. Yeah. But I feel like yeah. we get in trouble if we do all of that and we go, Huh? Ta-da. Huh? Oh, no, you, don't, you don't. That's yeah. right. You don't. You don't. You you don't. don't do, it's just don't equal. Do you don't have to be like, oh, I did all this, because then that's not equal. It's just like Scotty and I will do equal amount of housework. Yeah. Mm. And in fact, he's like amazing at housework. Like he can clean. You know, I sort of like will then go distracted and open a drawer and decide yeah. to clean that, but he's just yeah. efficient. He's also tall. 
Like there'd be a lot of stuff in your house you couldn't reach. Well, because he built it. The cabinets are so high. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, who did you mark that on? He goes, oh, it's about my level. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just science. It makes sense, yeah. though. Like if you're ever thinking, oh, she doesn't want me, maybe look at the bigger picture. She so- doesn't want me in this disgustingly filthy house <laughs> <laughs> that I'm living in. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I wish someone could tell you you were living in the good old days before they went away. I'm a little bit excited because um, I was doing a thing for um, Suzuki. I went down to one of their um, showrooms uh, to give away a car. And while I was there, they had a Jiminy that's all done up um, with zombies on it. It's a Zomzuki uh, car. And I was, like, admiring it. And I admired it so much. And I knew what I was doing. But I admired it so much that I said, well, why don't you come and get it? For the Halloween weekend, you can drive around in the... And oh, really? For Bobby? Would it, wouldn't this be great on Halloween for trick-or-treating? My daughter would love this. Uh, so I'm going to be driving around in the zombie car for Halloween. But the exciting thing is, it's a manual, and I have not driven a manual car in a very, very long... Because my um, wife only has an automatic license, so none of our cars can be um, right. manual in case she needs to drive it. So I'm very excited. Clutch. Changing gears, gearing down, gearing up. Thirds of working gear. Woo! <laughs> it's not Fast and the Furious. <laughs> no. But you make that noise. That... Well, I've, I've already said to um, the people at the dealership that they have to walk away when I drive off because I'm not having people watch me because I haven't you done stole it. it. But, yeah, exactly. When's the last time you had a manual car? Oh, maybe 15, 20 years. Maybe even more. Yeah. Because you drove mine a few times. Mm-hmm. You're a terrible driving manual. You're, just, you're very heavy. With it, it's Maybe, very. Like, I, 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 if from oh, bunny memory, hops are cool. Bunny hops are cool. From memory, that was your clutch. It was terrible. Yes, yes, you're right, and that's why I replaced that car. You, you, Thank you so much. Do you have a manual license, Maddie? Yeah, and yeah. but you, when do you ever drive a manual car? Uh, I haven't for a while. Mm. So, uh, Ethan, my 20 year old, now has my old manual car. Right, and yeah, he's he's driving that around. So he got a manual license. Yeah, I'm, I I did the dad thing. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you gotta get a manual, mate. <laughs> but it is one of those ones like like the way the world works. They they invent things to make things easier. So obviously, you know, they invented the automatic car to make it easier than a manual car. Yeah. But there is something old school, cool and fun about it. You know, those things that, you know, they, they weren't maybe convenient. Like for instance, I do love I miss going down to the Blockbuster video store on a Friday night. And breaking up with your wife over what movie to get. I miss doing that. <laughs> you know, that was some good, fun times. You know? Seeing all the good movies that were already rented out because mm-hmm. you got there at 7, not mm-hmm. 6.30. Or even the bad, you know, it did happen where you would get the movie that you were dying to see and you've got all your friends over for the sleepover and you open up Top Gun and it's Dirty Dancing by mistake and, <laughs> and you're screwed. <laughs> yeah. I like yeah, the old school things that, uh, you know, they may have taken a bit longer, sure, but they were fun and I missed them. 13, 10, 60, old school things that you miss as well. Oh, let's go down memory lane here. Yeah. Remember F- column shift? Did yes, I love that a in the old shift. In the old Kingswood? Yes. What's that? So it's the one where the gear stick is on the actual steering uh, shaft. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like where your indicator sort of is. Mm. Mm. Hey, <laughs> Katrina, what are the old school hey. things you miss? I miss the old school telephones on the wall at home. Yes, and you had to be there where you told a friend that you were going to be? Mm-hmm. Uh, not a friend, like your first boyfriend. And then oh, yep. the phone would ring in the house and everyone would <laughs> race for the phone. Yeah, and then yeah. you'd, you'd have the phone for two hours and 
then you'd be getting hit because you wouldn't get off the phone. Mm-hmm. I, I everyone had a way of getting it off the the handset as well, didn't they? Like you'd flick it up with one hand and catch it and all that kind of thing. <laughs> or hit it with your hand and flip up. Yeah, good time. No, Finds it and, and the cord could stretch so far. I yep. used to take it out the back door and down the stairs. Mm-hmm. So it just about come off the wall. <laughs> I said that to my oldest son. He's never had to have the panic of ringing a girl's house and the dad picks up. Mm. <laughs> you know? Or, or your parents listening in downstairs. Correct. Wow. Yep. Sneaky parents you had, Katrina. Because <laughs> yeah, if you had two phones in your house, you could just listen yeah, in on the one line, pick couldn't it you? up and not Mama, breathe. <laughs> I can hear you. I can hear you breathing. Larry in Sunnybank. Let's, let's take a yeah. walk down memory lane. What do you miss? I miss, you know, like the 30, 30, 30, Two ten phones. They had a snake game on it. Mm-hmm. Is that the one you finished? Yes, I finished Snake, Larry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Filled the whole screen up with Snake <laughs> and wasted my life. <laughs> Crazy impressed. Yeah, thanks. What <laughs> if you could still do it? Uh, well, I downloaded. Yeah, you can get a like a retro game for it, but it's not the same because uh, the buttons aren't. You know, the buttons are actually yes. on the phone. You actually got to get the keypad thing. It's not the same. Life is ruined. Jade and Karen Dale, what do you miss about the good old days? Mine's definitely blockbusters. And with that, that. she hung up. (laughs) That was it. (laughs) Mic drop. Blockbusters. (laughs) Boom. (laughs) Some of us have been connecting to the internet dial up and cut her off. (laughs) (laughs) See ya. Hey, Nat, 131060s and number old school things that you miss. Hi, I just miss being a kid and playing in the street and, you know, when some adult came down the road in their car and you had to move the wheelie bin out of the way. Or Game off. I just, yeah, and I wish I was that adult now and I could interrupt the kids on the street playing their game. But it, you don't see kids anymore having fun in the street and it's just sad. Yeah. We used to always play Spotlight. You'd never have the kids yeah, out at night with a torch now. Mm. That's it. We had Spotlight and we used to play, like we had horses, so we'd, you know, play in the paddock with the horses and, yeah, it was fun and cricket and tennis on the road. It was mm. good. Oh, well. sad. Yeah. Stav will be able to think of all of this while he drives his manual around on the weekend. Badly. Yeah. Look for those kids on the street. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it will be too. Oh, the good old days. Uh, Uh, Greg, what do you miss? Mate, trampolines without a net. uh, There was nothing like flipping it up on its side, mm -hmm. taking a 10 metre run up and seeing if it reached the top before it hit the ground. Yeah, (laughs) Greg. I still remember when I put my daughter's trampoline up with my mate, we got to the bit where it was just the trampoline and we both looked at each other and went, you know, in our, our day, this is where we stopped, but we've still got another <laughs> yes. hour of construction to go. Yeah. So you got to get the bubble wrap out and wrap the kids up. Yes, indeed. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. His boots are made for walking And that's just what he'll do one of these days, Matt's boots are gonna walk 50Ks for charity. Now, on the 3rd of November, you are gonna walk 50Ks for 50K. Yes. And it's all for top bloke, and you're going to have a 10 kilometre, uh, tele- kilograms, I yes. should say. There's too many kilograms. Ks in there for me. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's true, yeah. <laughs> and you're raising money for Top Bloke, which is a one wonderful charity. They go into schools and help uh, young boys with mental health and just, yep. uh, I guess, how to grow up and be a well-rounded young man. They've, they've got a great saying that, that I just love. It is better to raise good boys than it is to fix broken men, which Let's is wonderful. Let's talk about the actual walk, though, because mm. you haven't walked that distance. In a, in a row. No, it's from the city to Ipswich. Yeah. No, I have not walked that far in my life before. No. I want you to know that when you're walking there, it's not an option to quit. 
not an option, right? Yeah. And I just want you to think of people that you kind of go, will make you go... Inspiration. Well, inspiration. Mm-hmm. I would like you to welcome Heather Lee. Good morning, Heather. Good morning. Now, if you could explain how much you walked when you were the age of 90... Mm, probably thousands and thousands. Of <laughs> All right, let me get now that down. Okay, there. You were raising money and you raised over seventy thousand um, dollars for twenty-four hours. You walked nonstop. Yes. Well, no, 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 no. I didn't. know. you can't walk nonstop. That's impossible. <laughs> I mean, you'd have to have breaks, you know, for toilet and food and one thing the other. Yeah, come on. No, Heather. no. We still right, Heather. I took breaks. I took breaks. We still yes. class that as nonstop, by the way, Heather. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> But that's an amazing, and you're a world record breaker for this, and 95 years old. What tips would you give a young spring chicken of Maddie <laughs> yeah. in his 33 years on this planet? 35, 35 thank you. I am a little 35 years on this planet. What, what are some tips you could give him? Well, just put one foot in front of the other and keep going and, and concentrate on uh, the cause that you're walking for. Mm, yes. I think that's the biggest inspiration that will keep you going. That's what I, I found anyway. When I was uh, when I was walking for cancer, my husband died of cancer, and that's that was my biggest motivation, you know, just to keep keep going. So you covered over eighty five uh, kilometres at the age of ninety. Do you remember any like injuries? Did you get any blisters? How did you feel? No, no, my feet fair. <laughs> my feet and my body seems to fare pretty well indeed, you know. Okay. So I'm I'm very lucky. I'm very lucky. No, I never have any injuries or anything like that. Heather's 95 years of age oh, now. I'm, I'm picking up their story. And <laughs> you, you, uh, you've got seven world records? I've probably got more now. I don't know. I've lost count. What I'm a- losing count. <laughs> but what blows my mind is at what age did you start, I guess, competing? Because I believed it was a physio that encouraged you to go. Well, I uh, started competing when I was 84. That's 11 years ago now. Mm. Exactly. Wow. Bloody hell. Uh, mm. Heather, I, there's, there's no way I can't make this now because exactly. if, I, if I, you know, trip and fall at the halfway mark, I'm just going to see a 94-year-old woman walk past me and go, <laughs> yep. you're pathetic. <laughs> Get well, up. You, you remember that then. <laughs> <laughs> i got to say, Heather, the best thing about this too is you know how the older generation are always like, when I was your age, I had to walk 10 kilometres in the snow yeah. to get to school. You'd be like... I walked all day. <laughs> yeah, wow. I mean, it's incredible to walk that distance at any age, but but at your age. Yes, that's right, yes. What? I mean, it's, it's, especially at night time because, of course, when, when you walk 24 hours, you're walking through the night. Mm-hmm. And where I live here in Richmond, it gets it's getting pretty darn cold, you know, somewhere around about three degrees or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, you know, it's um, a, a, it's a bit of an effort, but it's worth, the effort is worth it because the cause is so important to me. I'm feeling like maybe I need to end up at Warwick or something. No, no, like, no, 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 no. This is supposed to inspire you. And as you heard from Heather, you're allowed to take toilet breaks. We weren't yeah, going we to. We weren't going to let you do that. So. <laughs> Chafing is a concern for me, though, I Heather. I don't think Heather has the same. I am, I am I'm worried about chafing. He's worried about his nipples. I'm sorry, I've missed, I missed a point there. What was no, that? he was saying chafing. He was saying, like, you know when you get um, in between the thighs or something like that, whether it gets a bit of a rash rubbing together. That's what he was concerned about. about that. <laughs> <laughs> There's, um, apparently you can wear bike pants and stuff like that to, mm. to help with that. Mm. Um, but you, you did not seeming like you had any of those, those issues. You just, just cruised on. She's a bit fitter than you, I think. Though. Yes, no, just keep on, keep on, keep mm. on keeping on, you know, that's it. One foot, 
don't give up. I mean, you, my, I always had a, a saying uh, that I sort of, uh, what shall I say, followed a few years ago. Mm. Use it or lose it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, that is true. Mm-hmm. That is true. Well, um, you've definitely inspired me, Heather. I'll be I'll be thinking of you the whole way along. It, that is, it, you guys have done well here. Oh, because Because I can't, yeah, I can't give up. Now. You can't give up. No, you I can't, can't give, give up. up. And no. Heather hasn't given up. She's got so many world records and I believe you're still going. Yes, I'm hoping to sort of continue on. Uh, um, why not? I'm the only one in that, in that in my age group at the moment who is competing. Oh, very easy to set so, records that way then. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> well, there were two records. There's, there's actually three records that I could break. There were some existing records. Now, I've broken two of them, the 400 and the 800, but there's another one, the mile. So uh, that's my next uh, challenge, I suppose. Okay, good luck. Oh, amazing. Well, good on you. Thank you so much for um, for the inspirational chat, Heather, um, and um, I'll be doing it. I'll make the 50. I'm sure you will. Just think of just think of uh, just think of me. Yes, I will. I will. <laughs> I'll be there on your shoulder. Oh, <laughs> I'm already carrying 10 kilos, Heather. I, can't, I don't need any more weight. Bring me. Thank down. you so much, Thank Heather. You, Heather. Thank you. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Yesterday, I went and got a mole check. We've been talking about it on air, and I was like, I've got to go and do it. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to the doctor, a lovely doctor, um, and we were talking about our kids, and he was talking about his daughter who has learning difficulties. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, that's great. And I didn't mean to say it in such a flippant way. <laughs> <laughs> but, good for her. I, good, well, no, I, I meant it honestly. And I was like, oh, I should sort of explain that because I feel like... We live in a world at the moment that is so like, how dare you label me? Mm. Yet we are labeling people more than ever before. Yeah, millennials hate to be labeled. I hate to be labeled. <laughs> but I, uh, I was, I think I was in year two mm. when my parents first got called in and was like, she can't read a word, and they're like, oh yeah, and I, I really couldn't read a word at all. And I remember those moments in class when, you know, when you had to go around and you had to like read a sentence mm-hmm. and I used to count of how many kids. And I tell you what, when a kid got up and went to the bathroom and then I had to go back. You're ruining my schedule. But I'm just saying like, it was absolute panic. Like so I, you, I could you would, you not. Would, so you would find out where you were going to be so you could learn the, the sentence? Well, I'd ask before. someone next to me. Right. And mm-hmm. then I would just try to memorise it to mm. do because it's so hard when you're in a group and you don't know how to read it and it's that embarrassment and I couldn't get numbers right and mm. I had little flip cards at school so I had to try and practice those. Because mm. you're dyslexic. Yeah, very mm. dyslexic. Mm. And then when I was in uh, year nine, my parents got called in again and the school was like, oh, she has to go and see someone. And they're to like, better, why? That's not a bad run from two to nine. And they, I know, right? You know, yeah, you were doing yeah. pretty well. Yeah. I still always managed to, you know, to get through. Mm. But then uh, I was diagnosed with ADD, which was ADD back then. It wasn't ADHD. Mm. But it was never really doom and gloom. And I feel like I just want to say it because my son is having difficulties with English. Mm -hmm. And I noticed that the school got someone else to come in and talk to me and they sat me down and they wanted to go through it. And I was like, do you think he's dyslexic? And I said it in such a carefree way. They're like, yes. Mm -hmm. And I was like, is this hard telling people? They're Mm. like, yeah. Oh, like they thought they had to break the news to you about it. Yeah. And I realise if you're not aware as a parent, mm. it could be really hard to be told that your child has ADHD or it could be really hard to tell you that you, your child has a learning difficulty or mm-hmm. dyslexia. But for me, I just go, that's awesome. It's great. Because you get to learn different tools and I just don't feel like we should take it on board because you guys look back, right, mm. at your schooling mm. and you will all know 
that there was a child that you went to school with that would have been naughty, right? Mm-hmm. Were they really naughty? Or could they just have a learning difficulty that was never diagnosed? Mm. So I just think it's wonderful at this day and age that we recognise it mm-hmm. and we can do something about it. And there were so many different techniques that I learned that I guess were just second nature. So at school, I can't knit, but I would just do a long line. So I would knit because I was so fidgety. Now they've yeah. got those fidget things. So oh, I, you, thought you, I thought you were doing knitting in school. I was. I would but, knit during school. No, as in they're teaching you how to knit. <laughs> <laughs> My nana told me, so I would knit so that I would focus. Right. And I would constantly um, blurt out without my turn. So Mm -hmm. then the teacher would just go, "Mm -mm." mm-mm, and that was, "Mm mm-mm. So I used to go, yep, cool, no worries. Mm. I was ridiculously impulsive. I would be going to school, and I would jump on a different train that was going an hour the opposite way. Just for the adventure? I don't know. Like, it was just, it was ridiculous, but it was always be like, hey, remember, why did you do that? It's really annoying. (laughs) But I just always go, I think there's just different techniques, and I just feel really... I guess, sorry for parents that are learning this for the first time, thinking Mm -hmm. that that's it for schooling. Right. And I just want to go that I'm so dyslexic, Mm. but yet I still read scripts. Yeah. And it's just learning different tools. Tom Cruise is dyslexic. For it. What a cool guy. I see. Yeah. (laughs) He can fly a plane. (laughs) (laughs) But then I was going, I don't know if I would send my child to go and get diagnosed with it. Only for me, just because I kind of go, I've already known the tools for it. But I think it's wonderful that there's so much help for it. Yeah. When you think of all the kids that used to fall through the cracks because of these things and they were just labelled troubled kids and put to pasture. Yeah. 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 And I just know that a lot of parents these days and a lot of my friends are really stressed about you know, the, the kids having it. But I just go, I think that's wonderful because I think you get to learn in a different way. Be creative with it. Won't stand up in court as a reason for breaking a crime, though, would it? Here you go. I'm just misunderstood because I'm dyslexic. Well, mm. uh, no, I guess not. Uh, you could say you would. You read the sign wrong. And you were doing <laughs> I don't think it stands up in anything. My my friend is a wonderful teacher at a special school, and she's yeah. like, "We too still teach right from wrong." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B one hundred and five. KFC. It's finger looking good. Struggle is real, people. A show of hands. I should know the answer to this, but I don't. Anyone here left-handed? No. You don't know if we're left-handed. I knew you weren't. I wasn't sure about Maddie. Are you for real? Yeah, why? I think you should know that about good friends. Oh, if you ever go missing, you want to find oh. that right-handed woman. What are you talking about? <laughs> I've signed documents for you before. You've signed documents for I me. I said I knew you were. I wasn't sure about Maddie. Well, uh-huh. I think he should be offended. Are you offended, righty? Uh, I... No, you've, you've guessed correctly. There you go. I like left-handed people. Do you? I'm a bit jealous of them. Are you? Why? Well, just because they're different. My well, dad's everyone left-handed. Goes, oh, is he? Well, your dad should get on down to KFC this week because they are celebrating um, left-handedness uh, at KFC and they have released a whole bunch of deals for left-handed people and they've released the left-handed drumstick. Yes, I, I have seen this. Mm-hmm. They're a dollar. Yeah, they are. Yeah, and they're easier for left-handed people to eat. Um, so, what, you're driving up to the counter, and if you mm. use your right hand, they go, ah, faker, <laughs> and you go, sorry, mm-hmm. like, so it's only for left-handed. Well, they have said, they have said we're not going to disclude um, right-handed people, but we do suggest you use your left hand for a better experience. They should change the drive through then, mm-hmm. you know, because it's always for the right hand. That's a good point. You should really be yeah. like, you know, today we're going to be doing it for <laughs> like, oh. So you got to reach over your <laughs> <laughs> But if you look at it, I didn't know this, uh, left-handed people make up about 12% and they used to think that you're in cahoots uh, with the devil if you were left-handed. But you're right, all the Mm. stats are not happy. They are more likely to be alcoholics. 
Uh, I don't know. Maybe okay. it's your left hand's closer to your mouth. It's quicker to drink. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Uh, they are. They do tend to be smarter, though. Uh, they also, weirdly, they reach puberty four to five months later than right-handers. They're more likely to suffer from migraines, and they're more likely. This one will surprise you. They're more likely to be homosexual. Thirty-nine percent more likely to be homosexual than right-handed people. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Is there, if there's any lefties listening, 13, yeah. 10, 60... Are, are any like, of those stats true? Any yeah. gay you, left-handed people who suffer migraines. from migraines who haven't yet hit puberty yet, give and us a call. love a drink. And, yeah. <laughs> we'll wait. <laughs> Rory's, um, Rory's left-handed. Is Because oh, usually it gets past... Like it's, so my brother-in-law is left-handed and mm. then my mother-in-law is left-handed. So mm. it's cat. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah. it is passed down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They always do that for, um, so it's ridiculous, but my um, hubby loves surfing and always tries to work out what side the kids would surf on. So you come up behind them and you push them when they're not expecting it and whatever leg they step forward on, is then he goes, dominant? okay, you're surfing. I'm like, can you stop <laughs> doing it to the kids? They're not going to change the leg. <laughs> just, yeah. Now you just peg a, a drumstick, KFC drumstick at a kid and see which hand they catch it with. Only the Ray in Redcliffe. Thank you for calling up. You uh, you heard the stats. Is there any truth to this? I'm speaking on behalf of my son, who I'm very proud of. Mm-hmm. He um, struggled. We were in a church family, mm-hmm. and like you used to get your left-handed beaten out of you at school. We know that the, the journey of gay people, mm-hmm. and as a as a lad, you know, you, you you used to sort of pick on the gay guys in school. He's left-handed, mm-hmm. beautiful man, gentle person, and he's left-handed. Right, and and uh, only, only left-handed in our family, and mm. only, only only gay or or whatever they are. <laughs> Queer. <laughs> uh, sorry, I, I'm nearly sixty. But, no, no, um, we know you. You're doing well. Very, 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 very proud of him. He's a very hard-working young man, and he's a beautiful, beautiful man. Right. I'd rather have a gay left-handed son than no son. So. Yeah. Um, You're trying, Ray, and we appreciate that. Um, Ray, when he was at school, did they always try to change their hand? Because I always find that weird. Like, there's I, believe any... they, I believe they did. In, in, in kindergarten, they wouldn't let him out of uh, kindergarten. He'd go into primary school because he didn't want to draw left-handed. They'd go mad at him. And um, mm. he said, yeah, but, Dad, they just, those kids all go out of the lines anyway, so why should I spend my time doing that? Yeah, 100%. Right. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> He was AP1, and he's a, yeah. he's, a, he's a respiratory scientist now. So, yes, yeah. clever came easy to him. Yeah. Um, the daughter, very clever as well, very proud of her. She she also did well at school. Oh, the old pity, the pity, pity. Ray, you're yeah. gorgeous. <laughs> I feel like he's just had the opportunity to brag about his kids. We yeah. should do that next. He's like, finally. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. His boots are made for walking. That's just what he'll do One of these days Matt, his boots are gonna Walk 50Ks for charity Yeah, Thursday, next week Is the day oh, I'm actually going to buy skins Oh yeah? Ooh, today. You had skins before, didn't you? No, oh. no, no, no Are no, skins no. a local brand? Can we get a sponsorship? Tell them that there no. is an elite athlete <laughs> <laughs> Who knows Maddie? Who uh... <laughs> Who's an ambassador? <laughs> uh, I'm walking 50 k's from here, the top of Caxton Street, out to Ipswich. The um, goal is to raise fifty thousand dollars for Top Blokes, a great charity doing great work with young boys in schools and raising awareness of young men's mental health. 
you know, um, one in two boys will be affected by mental health and 75% of them will be before the age of 24. So we've got to help these young men out. We did say if anyone wants to uh, donate, we'd love to hear from you, 131060. We were trying to get Natasha from Simply Divine Cakes. They donated $1,000 overnight. That is unbelievable. And I'm sure the most divine cakes in all of Brisbane. What go gave on, you that impression? The... <laughs> no, it's just a vibe that, I, a vibe? that I was getting. So um, Natasha and the team there at Simply Divine, $1,000 is amazing. Thank you. And joining us on the phone now on 131060, and anyone can join in and donate if they like, Kayla from Redcliffe. Good morning, Kayla. Morning, how are you? We're good. You'd like to donate? Why for? Uh, we lost my brother to suicide in 2015 on August the 3rd. Mm. Um, it was a very similar story to what we heard before. Um, we had a um, family dinner that night as well. And then later on that night, it was about 11, 11.30 that we had the call to say that um, he was no longer with us and was placed into an induced coma for a week. Mm. Yeah. Kayla, that must be so incredibly hard for your whole family to live with. How have you coped with it? Um, it hasn't been easy, but it's really opened, I guess, my eyes, my family's eyes and the community around us of what suicide actually looks like. Mm. I don't think there's been a clear picture on what um, that looks like as a society up until about the last five years. Like There was no sort of organisations or charities that do the legwork that they do now to help young men in particular mm. to cope, I guess. It, and I think that's what's really um, important. We've got an opportunity now with our young boys to mould them and to give them the skills and, and the things to stop them ending up thinking that things too much, Kayla. Yeah, absolutely. I think it gets on top of males really easily because they don't have a coping mechanism. Like females talk about their issues with their friends or mm-hmm. with their partners, but males really bottle up and they can't, they don't know how to express it. Mm. Um, so with bottling it up, it just overwhelms them and then it gets to the point where they feel like they don't have any other option but to end it. Yeah. Hmm. Well, um, what's your brother's name, Kayla? Um, his name's Kyle Eaton. Kyle. All right. Yeah. Well, um, you've done an amazing thing and you've donated, um, on behalf of your brother. So, um, thank you so much for getting involved, Kayla. It really means a lot. No worries. Thank you for doing the walk for people like Kyle. We really appreciate it. No, you're more than welcome. Um, if you'd like to donate, uh, you can call anytime, 131060, mm-hmm. or there is a link on the Instagram page. Yeah, just click on the bio. Yes, that's the one. Nice. Well, look at that. Influencing well, it what else do you want me to add to that? <laughs> it's on the Instagram. <laughs> so whatever you want. Brisbane wakes up with Staff, Abby and Matt on B105.